coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. All right. Thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today we made it up to Trait 20, Chapter 20, Be Present, in my 30-part series on my book, Blue Collar Leadership and Teamwork, 30 Traits of High-Impact Players. Hope you're getting a lot of value out of these episodes. And again, they, they're related to what's in the book, but they're not directly what's in the book. So hope you get the book, dive into it, audio or paperback or e-format, e-book format. So it's in all three formats. And also, if I haven't mentioned already, probably uh, probably have. been a while, though, since I started this series. But this book is one of two books that I have that's actually also in Spanish. So if you have folks who could benefit from this book in Spanish, I have it. And I also have Blue Collar Leadership Leading from the Front Lines in Spanish as well. All right. So the subtitle of this book is Mind the Golden Nuggets, Dump the Dirt. So what's that even mean? Well, I'll tell you, when when reading a book or listening to an audio, watching a video, or listening to someone speak, you should always mind the golden nuggets and dump the dirt. So to take it a little deeper, what I'm saying right there, you know, if someone's requiring you to listen to this podcast and you hate it, guess what you need to do? You need to mind the gold dump the dirt what that means is listen for those nuggets of value I, I tell people when I'm speaking if you if you go if someone tells you to read a book or you have to read a book you have to do a book study or you have to listen to an audio or watch a video or they bring in a speaker and a lot of times I tell them me I know there's people in the room everywhere I go that don't like me they may not like what I'm talking about. They don't like how I look. They don't like what I'm saying. They don't like how I talk. All kind of reasons people may not like me. And I know they're out there, and I'm okay with it. But when I'm speaking, I tell people, I teach this be present principle quite often. I always tell them, if you're, if you're ever exposed to any, any of that, books, audios, videos, live speakers, you know, somebody in the room with you speaking, Always mind the gold, dump the dirt. If you don't like them, you got to be there. Don't waste your time thinking about how much you don't like them. Pay attention. You can pay attention and still not like them. I've listened to a lot of speakers before that I didn't like. But I'm telling you what, when I was sitting in there, if I'm going to be sitting there, I'm going to be mining the gold, dumping the dirt. And I always ask people, when real miners, when real gold miners, those people who actually extract the gold from the earth in the mining operations, I'll ask people when I'm talking to small groups and can actually interact with them, I'll say, when those people are digging for gold, what do they get most of the time? You know, if you got a, a dump truck load of of 
the dirt and the ore out of the ground, you know, when they first getting it. I say, what's it? What's most of it? You know, mo mostly it's dirt or rock that's no of no value. It's waste, in other words. Guess what they do with that? They throw it back. They don't keep it. They don't want it. Or they may sell it to someone if it's got any value whatsoever, but if they mine it for gold and they get dirt, they probably toss the dirt back. Think of the old-timey way, the old days, when, when the miners were out there sifting in the pan for gold. If they find a little nugget, they put it in their pocket. The rest of it, the dirt, they just dump it. They dump the pan over, rinse it out, and they start looking for nuggets again. That's what I'm inviting you to do. That's what Be Present is about. Wherever you're at, wherever you, whenever you have an opportunity to learn, to observe, to hear somebody speak, if you're there, you're there. Look for the gold nuggets. Stick them in your pocket. Dump the dirt. Don't worry about all the stuff you ain't worried about. Somebody could drop a nugget on you at any moment. If you ain't paying attention, you don't get to stick it in your pocket. So if you have to be somewhere, you have to participate. Whether it's with me or some people, I don't ever know. But you know because you have to be involved with, with learning or getting some kind of training and development. Mind the gold, dump the dirt. So I got a quote for you from Tom Peters. I really like this quote. It's, it's a real good one. He says, if I read a book that costs me $20 and I get one good idea, I've gotten one of the greatest bargains of all time. <laughs> that, that, that right there is full of gold. That's a golden nugget in itself. But basically what he's saying is if I read a, a book that costs me $20 and I get one golden nugget, I got one of the greatest bargains of all time. A lot of books, I get a lot of golden nuggets from some books, and some books I just get a few. So far, I don't think I've ever read a book. Maybe I take that back. There's been a couple of books. I've read a few books where I didn't get not a single nugget. I still read the book because I was mining for gold. I just didn't find none in a couple of these books. But most books, 99% of books I've read, I get a lot of nuggets out of them. I mean, at least one nugget. Probably... Probably 80 or 90%, though, I get a lot of nuggets, a lot of golden nuggets, a lot of a lot of pearls of wisdom I pull out. And I share them with you. They're in my books. They're my quotes. They're, if you follow me on social media or, or read anything I've written, you'll see quotes all the time. And those are, those are nuggets I've mined while I've been reading or listening or watching. And I just share them with everybody to grow and develop other people. But that nugget I just shared with you from Tom Peters about the book. That's why I don't mind people paying for my books. If I come speak, though, I'm speaking for free. But only for people who purchase my books and hand them out to their teams. Again, if, if you've been listening for a while, you know about it. If you're a new listener, you probably don't know about it. Check out bluecollarleadership.com, my website, and check out my special offer. Currently... And this is uh, 2023 as I'm recording this. But that's where you go for the 
for the latest version of my special offer. Currently, though, any organization that purchases 300 books, any combination of books, they purchase those books, hand them out to their team, $18 a piece, costs $5,400 $5, to get 300 of those books, hand them out to their team. Rhea and I will pay all of our expenses to come to any of the 50 states in the United States and speak for up to two hours free. On-site at small organizations, on-site at large organizations, at any type of conference. So basically, this is a package deal. You're not really buying the books. You're, you're kind of paying us to speak, but you're paying us $5,400, and we're giving you $5,400 worth of books. So you look at it however you want to look at it. The way that I bill it is our speaking fee. You get the books for free, but you also can look at it as paying for the books, getting us to speak for free. It's all the same thing. But but I see it as, as you, you getting the books and we're speaking. So relative to that, I'm trying to get leaders to invest in the growth and development of their people. I want the people to be present. In this particular book, I'm actually teaching them this lesson. I can't remember, but I'm thinking this is the only book where I teach this lesson. You know, some things, there's a little bit of, some things that I share are so important, they're kind of in all of my books. But most of my books are probably 80-90% different from my other books. But some things you, you got to share because somebody not, may not read the other books and they got to know certain things. But this is one that I don't teach in every book, but it's really, really important. But be present. You see, high-impact team players, they're similar to, to real miners because both are looking for what they value and ignoring the things they don't. See, high-impact high players seek wisdom and knowledge from many sources in many places. High-impact players never lose track of their personal mission, which is growth and development, with a high degree of focus on character development. You know, I talk about the 8713 rule in some of my teachings. And that's 87% of our results, success, effectiveness in life come from our character, only 13% from competency. So I tell people, focus on about 80% of your time or so, just to kind of round it off. About 80% of your time and effort and energy needs to be focused on your character development, about 20% on your competency development. But if you've got a high degree of competency and you're in a field that doesn't change a lot, you need to spend about 100% of your time focusing on your character development but when you're just starting out you're gonna have to develop some competency so you might have to put a little bit more focus on your competency but you got to have character to do anything with the competency your character is gonna launch you or limit you it's gonna maximize character maximizes or minimizes competency so be present if you're gonna be somewhere be present It ain't that hard. Mind the goal. Dump the dirt. So to become highly successful, high-impact players know they must become highly valuable. Therefore, they do everything with purpose. They walk with purpose. You see a high-impact person, you can tell how they're walking. 
It's one indicator. May, may not be the only indicator. Somebody could walk with purpose who's really not a high-impact person. But if somebody's a high-impact person, they're going to be walking with purpose. They're going to be talking with purpose. They're going to be working with purpose. They're going to live their life with purpose. When it comes time, when it comes to life, they're going to be fully present. They're not just going through life. They're growing through life. If you remember back the first trait when I started this series, the first one is be growth-oriented. If you ain't listened to that, you need to go back. Go back to the beginning of this series and listen to the entire series. That's what that one was. You know, when I say high-impact people talk with purpose, those of you who've been listening long enough know I haven't drank any alcohol since 2012. I don't care who else drinks alcohol. But I don't want to talk to people who are drinking alcohol while they're drinking alcohol. And the reason is I talk with purpose. And I drank alcohol long enough to know it doesn't take but one or two drinks and what you're saying ain't necessarily 100% aligned with what you'd be saying if you were 100% sober. So... People I interact with who drink, they can drink all they want. But I ain't going to be around having conversations when they do. When Rhea and I go out and speak, we go to conferences and we go to dinners and we go to uh, the, the little gatherings the, uh, before and after the conferences. We don't stick around long because most of the time people are drinking. And I just don't want to talk to people when they're drinking. Because I want to get 100% accurate information when I'm talking to somebody. I want to see the real person. I don't want to see a person that's a little bit off, good or bad, or whatever they might, might be. But that's that's just me. I ain't telling you to be like me, but I'm telling you I talk with purpose, and that's one reason. I mean, Rhea, she, Rhea don't ever get drunk, but she drinks wine sometimes. As soon as I see her with a glass of wine, me and her ain't talking about nothing serious. And I really don't talk to her much at all because I'm pretty much always talking serious about something because I'm always talking with purpose. So if she were to have a, a, a glass of wine, she's usually reading a book, you know, eating dinner sometimes, and she'll have a glass of wine. Not all the time, but sometimes. Pretty much that's the only time she has a glass of wine. She's going to be at the table eating dinner, reading a book. But again, not every time, but that's the only time she does it. It'll only be one or two glasses, but as soon as, soon as I see it, I ain't going to be talking about business or leadership, personal growth, or nothing like that because I'm always talking on purpose. I just can't help it. I, I, I want to talk with a fully present person. So if you ever call me, you're welcome to call me. Don't call me if you've been drinking or doing something else. <laughs> call me sober. I'll be happy to talk to you anytime. Call me when you has some alcohol or something. If I know it, we won't ever talk again. Not on the phone. Not if I know it. That, that's how important it is to me. I'll talk to you all you want, sober. I don't want to talk to you at all, drunk. That's just the way I am. And, and you know, even when I used to drink and I wasn't so focused when I used to drink alcohol, unless I was drinking, I didn't want to be around drunk people. I didn't like to go anywhere, even back then. Even when I would drink and get sloppy drunk and couldn't walk, 
unless I was drinking, I didn't want to be around anybody who was it's just something about me. And, and, and I just, as soon as I start drinking, though, I get just like them. I don't know what I don't know. I start, you know, losing a little bit of my presence and I'm okay with it, but I don't have to worry about that anymore. Anyway, enough of that. Just talking about being on purpose. I was just sharing a little of my personal story, some, some insight. I can't share your story. I can just share mine. And that's, that's what stood out with me as I was talking about that. Low impact players though, they're not interested in mining for golden nuggets. You'll see them if they have to go to any kind of training and development, or if they got to participate in a book study, or they got to listen to a podcast or watch a video and talk about it, discuss it. You know, if their company has a speaker come in, they don't like the speaker. They don't like the boss. They don't like the company. They don't like everything. They don't like the world. They don't like that they're alive. Whatever it is, they don't like. Low impact players, they, they so focused on being irritated and upset and letting everybody know it. They, they ain't mining for any gold nuggets. I guarantee you, you hear somebody talk who knows what they're talking about. They talk about personal growth and leadership development. I don't care who that person is. I don't care if I don't like them or I do like them. It doesn't make any difference. If they're talking about the kind of stuff I'm talking about, they're going to drop some golden nuggets. There ain't no doubt about it. They're going to drop them in principles or they're going to share a story. It's going to be probably filled with golden nuggets. The low impact players, they miss them all. They, they don't understand that mixed within the dirt are a lot of golden nuggets. So think about that in the future whenever you're going through some training or development. Be present. Mind the gold, dump the dirt. First of all, though, you, you won't find low-impact players reading books on their own. They're not mining for gold. Why should they read? They, they ain't into mining gold. They ain't looking for gold. They're content. They think the rest of the world is the problem, not them. So you won't find them reading books. You won't find them listening to podcasts like there ain't no low-impact players listening to my podcast right now unless somebody's uh, requiring them to listen to it, you know, like at work, like I talked about on the other episodes. If, you know, if growth and development is a requirement where you work and this is part of it, there could be low-impact players. You could be one of them listening right now. You could be sitting beside one who kind of, they just have to listen if they want to work there. Those folks are not mining any golden nuggets. But what just happened, though, when I acknowledge them, if, if one of them is you, you probably started paying attention just now for the first time. Because I was talking about you. You might not like it, but you started paying attention. Keep listening, though. You might catch a golden nugget before the end of this episode. But those players aren't reading books. They're not low-impact players. Not reading any books. Not listening to any podcasts not participating in any form of personal development. Second of all, they'll moan, groan, whine when they're challenged to learn something new. That's just what they do. They're not growth-oriented, as I talked about in trait one. They dodge growth. They don't want anything going to cause them to be uncomfortable. And if their world's not the way it ought to be, they want somebody else to fix it or somebody else needs to change so that they can be better. So they can like their job more or they can like their relationship at home more, 
Everybody waiting on somebody else to change. I hear a lot of people moan and groan about the people they work with, and I think, why you work there? These people that moan and groan about the people they work with, they act like there's nowhere else to work. I'm like, quit moaning and groaning. That's, you choose to work there every day. Quit moaning and groaning about it. Well, you just don't know these people. What's got to do with those people? They ain't got nothing to do with why you work there. But anyway, that's what they tell me. People moan and groan about folks. They don't. They can't comprehend that I have all kinds of choices. They can't comprehend that I'm exactly where I am because the last 20 years I ain't done nothing to create options. I'm here because this is where I belong at the moment. They don't realize they can learn how to work with those people that they don't like and not be irritated by those people. You don't always have to leave a job just because you don't like working there. You can develop yourself and work there for 50 years and actually like working there. you got to change your mindset. Hopefully that's why you listen to this podcast. Hopefully that's why you read my books and follow me on social media and follow other people. Changing our mindset is not easy. But that's one option. I mean, I've grown so much now. I mean, if I don't like something, I'm getting away from me. I ain't staying there. I ain't being a part of nothing. If somebody wants to, wants me to speak and I don't like those people, I don't speak there. I don't need the money. I don't need their money, so I don't have to have them as a client. I got options. When I first started, I had to talk to everybody because I didn't have any money. I gave it all up so I could try to figure out how to do this. And I had to support some people I didn't want to support. But I don't have to do that anymore. I got options. You can develop options too. When you know you don't have to be somewhere, it's a whole lot easier to be there. Because then you really understand I'm there because I want to be. I got some news for you. You're still there. With it. Even when you don't want to be there, you feel like you have to be, you're still there because you want to be. Because you ain't done the things to create options. Not doing those things cause you to be where you don't want to be. But you don't have to be. When low-impact players are, are in meetings or training, they're not really there. You know it if you've been in meetings with them. If, if you're a high-impact player, if you're fully present, you're looking for the gold, you value growth and development, you know they're not really there. If they participate in book studies with you, got their arms crossed, they pass, they don't want to participate, they roll their eyes, you can tell as soon as they walk in the door they can't walk. wait to walk out of the door. You know who these low-impact players are. They're not really there. Their body may be, but their mind is not because they're not mining for nuggets. They're not present. They're so worried about where else they want to be. They're much more likely to be scrolling mindlessly on their phone than seeking to capture a great thought or any idea in their notes. They ain't even taking notes, mentally or physically. They're not even listening. A lot of these times, a lot of times these people... Before you get started or when you're done, they won't even interact and connect with the other people, especially somebody who actually was getting value out of it, the gung-ho people who like growing and developing. These low-impact players, they don't even want to talk to these people. Pretty sad, but it's true. So I'll share a quote with you now from uh, 
a Greek philosopher. His name's Plutarch, spelled P-L-U-T-A-R-C-H. He lived a long time ago. I'm talking about 46 A.D. to 119 A.D., almost 2,000 years ago. See, that's the good thing about principles. Principles don't get old. Principles apply everywhere and forever. They deliver results. Practices, they can get old and they can also not apply in some situations. But principles last forever and they, they can be applied in any situation. So this 2,000-year-old quote I'm about to share with you from Plutarch, again, Greek philosopher, he says, Know how to listen, and you will profit even from those who talk badly. How about that? Know how to listen, and you will profit even from those who talk badly. Well, 2,000 years later, I said it like this. Mind the gold, dump the dirt. Same thing, said a different way. Same exact principle, said a different way. And maybe it's a slightly different principle, but they're very, very closely related when I actually think about it. Because I'm saying mind the gold, dump the dirt. That's that's a principle. Anywhere you're at, basically, mind the gold, dump the dirt. So applied to Plutarch's statement, he says, know how to listen and you will profit even from those who talk badly. So in his situation, he's talking about someone who doesn't communicate well. But he's saying if you know how to listen, you can profit even from those who talk badly. He's talking about you can find a way, if you know how to do it, in that case, is listen, which is what I've been talking about. You can mind the gold. At, at a minimum, you're like, what, what could I learn? See, I don't, I don't even know what that person might say. Right? But help you, help you to understand and think deeper about that quote. Again, know how to listen and you will profit even from those who talk badly. The principle underneath that, that I know for a fact, I know one thing you could learn from every single person who talks badly without ever even hearing them because there's a principle. Is you can learn, you don't want to talk badly. What you'll learn is how not to talk. If they're talking badly, they're communicating badly. What that means is, I can learn, just like bad leaders, you can learn a whole lot from bad leaders. And what I know you can learn from every one of them, if you're present, is how not to lead, what not to do, how not to be. Because in my entire 20-year career in manufacturing, I really only had one leader that I would say was anywhere close to a high-impact leader. And he fell short because he didn't formally teach us the kind of content that I'm sharing with you. He modeled it phenomenally well, off the charts. But he didn't officially and formally teach and educate any of us on his team. So most of my 20 years, 
I learned how to lead by learning how not to be and what not to do. That exact principle in that quote, know how to listen and you will profit even from those who talk badly. I'm going to tell you what, low-impact managers of people, they talk badly all day long. What they say, how they say it. But if you're present, even in those situations, and you're observant, like we talked about last time, you can leverage that and put it in your pocket. Learn how not to be, what not to do, what not to say, how not to say it. All right, folks. Whatever you're doing, be present. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.